Welcome to the USA Hockey Magazine podcast, the voice of hockey in America, with your host, Harry Thompson, editor of USA Hockey Magazine. All right, well, we're back for the final day of the National Hockey Coaches Symposium, and we are speaking with uh, Don Granado, who is now the, got to get used to saying this, the assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin after five years at the National Team Development Program. Don, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Always nice to be here. Always nice to be around USA Hockey. Absolutely. So you just you just got off the stage and uh, speaking, and um, you you never seem to miss a, an opportunity to to address coaches and uh, to 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 kind of talk about the the profession. Uh, why why is it important to you to to come and talk to to all these dedicated coaches? Uh, you know, I've coached the last. As you mentioned, the last five years I've been at the national team, and we had some great teams and great players. And obviously, as a result, I have a lot of great memories and developed a lot of uh, lifelong friendships, not only with the players, with their families, parents, uh, siblings. And it's it's an honor to work for USA Hockey, certainly in that capacity. Um, but those players uh, came from somewhere, and they came from the, you know the youth hockey ranks. Um, I put up the one of the first screens I put up was high level coaching, and I don't feel we're high level coaching. I feel the youth coaches are the ones that are high level coaching because if they don't develop these players, they never get to the high level. Right. So the high level coaching has to happen before the player can get to a high level. Um, so um, you know, it's it's nice to come back and, and share with other coaches. It's nice to converse with other coaches. You know, before and after you speak, uh, I enjoy uh, you know the, the entirety of uh, these symposiums. And you know, to, to your point, uh, Barry Smith mentioned that yesterday. He says that uh, by the time players reach him it, with with the, the Chicago Blackhawks, I mean, they need to have that whole foundation of skill. So he was he was praising the work also of uh, of what youth hockey coaches do. Yeah, it just it, it's it's so obvious to to uh, to us, and I know that the, the position that Barry's in and the position that uh, that I was in at the national the national team program that. Again, you're not even looking at those players if their skill is not developed to the extent it is. So um, it's, it's, again, it's neat. It's fun. Uh, we share a lot of uh, similarities. I would say it's 99% the same coaching uh, at the national team program at the University of Wisconsin and, and coaching you know youth hockey players. It's hockey. And it's interesting to me that you look around that room and, and there's, there's probably guys who have, and gals who have been coaching for decades, and yet they continue to come out to these things, spend their, spend their time, spend their money to come here. Can you talk just a little bit about their passion for, for their craft and their willingness to want to continue to improve and get better? Yeah, you know, I, have, I actually try to draw off of that. Um, it's, and as mentioned, I like being in these environments because you're around passionate people that you know share a love of hockey that, that you do and uh, that you did and one of the first slides I showed was was uh, in the, the only one I showed on, on our family was when I was a kid about 13 and we were visiting the Olympic Training Center and um, the, the relevance of that was here we were a family from Chicago that really knew very little about hockey my parents were, they had no hockey background uh, we obviously were young kids so we had no hockey background and to think of where I am today um, much of it provided by all the great people in our sport and uh, specifically without a doubt uh, USA Hockey and the growth of USA Hockey so um, I know I, I and, and the, uh, my family owe a lot to you know the people that uh, 
were involved in the game over the last 20 years and if there's anything we chance that we could give back and hopefully we can hopefully uh, something you know I did in being here helped uh, somebody else and pass along something that uh, we feel we've uh, we're indebted and, and we've gained a lot from other people absolutely well um, before before you spoke this morning uh, USA hockey president Jim Smith uh, uh, was was up on the stage and he was talking about today's society and how people's attention spans are or I think he said like eight seconds or whatever can you talk a little bit about how as a coach you have to craft your message to today's player and using today's whether it's technology social media and things like that how do you how you craft your message so that you're reaching the kids well, you know, connecting with a player is, is uh, at an all-time high, and it's just going to continue to go that direction. The ability to connect to a player, um, you know, emotionally connect, um, I think is, is imperative, is important. Um, it's, it's basically the speed to success uh, is a way of looking at it. Um, and, and tactically, we do a lot through text and text messaging. And uh, Jim mentioned short bullet points, short bites, we do, you know, we switched, um, you know, and I say we, myself and our, and our coaching staff at the national team to shorter meetings, um, you know, different styles of meetings. Um, and I think um, I can remember, I think it was this past winter, maybe the winter before over Christmas break, I went and I bought two or three books on Generation Z and the teenage brain and, you know, again, to, to figure out how I can be better as a coach. But um, we all need to be better. So you mentioned all the, the, the passionate people here to get better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we want to stay in this industry, we all need to get better. I don't care, you know, who, who you are and where you're at. And it's no different uh, for me. I'm trying to find ways to be better every day. And, and to me, all this is intriguing. Um, so, so in short or in conclusion, I, I don't have an answer for you. And, you know, we're continually trying to innovate. And I ask the players themselves. Do you understand this? Uh, what do you like? What did you like here? So I asked them for evaluations on me, believe it or not. I don't think a coach would have done that 20 years ago. I think a lot more coaches are doing that today. That's really interesting. That's interesting stuff. Well, I want to just um, ask you about, um, you know, now that you, you're moving on to the University of Wisconsin, uh, obviously great opportunity to work with your brother uh, and at your alma mater. Can you just talk a little bit about the, was it, it seems like it was like, a, it would be like a no brainer. It would be like, oh, this is going to, but, or but, can you talk a little bit about, did you have to agonize over it or was it just like, oh yeah, I'll do that? Yeah, it was, it was pretty much, uh, yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the athletic director had called, uh, Tony had a short conversation and asked him of his interest. And, uh, that phone call led to a quick call to me and I said, I'm in. Uh, we called Mark Wasiki or Tony did right away, and, and he said the same thing. The three of us connected within 10 minutes, and uh, uh, Tony called the athletic director back and said, you know, we think we can get something done. seems like we're all in. So uh, I, I think the three of us, you know, we have so many great memories and, and feel indebted to uh, not only the university, the people of Wisconsin. Uh, we None of us were... were uh, too proud of where the how the program had fallen over the last couple of years. So, you know, when it was almost a subconscious, or there, or there was a subconscious level of a sense of obligation. Boy, how could we say no to this? Mm -hmm. um, it meant so much to to us in our lives, specifically in hockey, and um, and now you have an opportunity to help it. 
help that program, and, and that's what we intend to do. Um, we got a lot of work, obviously. It's a competitive, uh, you know, the NCAA college hockey has gotten more and more competitive every year, so we certainly aren't taking anything for granted, and uh, as I mentioned, we've got a workout for us. Um, will this be the first time you, you, you've had an opportunity to work with your brother at this? Uh, on a, from an official capacity, right. yes, it is the first time we'll be on a staff together. Now, uh, we've had a couple of lockouts in the NHL where Tony's come in and worked with teams that I've had you know, for a month or, or a few weeks at a time and, and in different intervals. So and over the years, we've shared a lot, uh, a lot of phone conversations, face-to-face conversations, uh, and Mark Wosicki, no different. Um, you know, I've known Mark since we were about 12 or 13 years old. We, our families take fishing trips together in the summertime. So, you know, the three of us have, have always uh, discussed uh, coaching together and even thought, you know, when are we going to do it? We just didn't realize it would be back in Madison. Uh, so it was a, a pleasant surprise to us. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure the people of Wisconsin, the fans of Wisconsin, are thrilled to death to have three unbelievable coaches all working together on the same staff. Well, we hope it'll be fun. We, we know, as I mentioned, our, we got our work cut out for us, but um, we're excited. Uh, we've got a, a very excited group of players that we're coming in uh, and, and uh, inheriting and, and some good recruits. Um, you know, Mike Eves was a, was a great coach. Um, he didn't, you know, they've struggled the last couple of years with wins, but I think that, um, you know, he's got a foundation in place that we're, we're walking in and uh, we'll build off of that. And I think it's a pretty good one. Nice, nice. Well, the last question is, is uh, five years at the NTDP, I mean, the kids that you that you coached and you helped to develop, I mean, the list is impressive. Uh, just your reflections of, of the five years and where you see the program today and where you see it going. Yeah, I mean, what a spectacular program. It's, it's hard to quantify uh, what the national team program does for USA Hockey and its impact uh, in the U.S. and around the world. It, it's, it's of impact that you can't quantify. It's, it's intimidating to Russia and Finland and Sweden, um, our hockey rivals. It's intimidating to Canada. Uh, they're trying to figure out, okay, what do we need to do to counter this? Uh, you know, so that sense. And then the other thing, it's driving uh, junior teams in the United States uh, to operate at, a, at an elevated standard. Uh, it's driving young athletes. You know, when I grew up, uh, you grew up in the era of Mike Ruzioni and Mark Johnson, and I was 12 years old uh, when we won the Olympic gold in, in 80, and my dream was playing an Olympic team. I didn't have a dream of at 10 that I could realize four or five years later. Right. Uh, now these kids are 10, 11, 12 years old, and their dream is to play on the national team. That's pretty neat. And the fact that they're going to strive for that, whether they make it or not, means they pushed. They, not only they push themselves, they push their teammate, their line mate. Uh, they made their team better in the process. So that's those are the areas that you can't quantify that I've seen and felt, uh, not, not only being there, but being in, in the U.S. as this program has evolved and grown. Absolutely. Well, obviously, thanks to yourself, people like Danton Cole, Scott Monahan. I mean, and so many people who have been involved over the 20 years. This is the 20th anniversary of it. I mean, it's, uh, it's hard to... The sky's the limit where the program can go. I agree, and you mentioned you know mentioned a couple of great people there. It was it, it, you know what a pleasure to coach the players you mentioned or the, or the you know the, the high the high end talent, uh, but alongside Dan Cole, the outstanding coach, and, and uh, you know he won a Stanley Cup, he's won World Championships, he's played on our national teams, you know every day to bounce ideas off with him, and, and you know for the two of us to challenge each other and push each other. 
you know, people don't realize the dynamic of having two coaches there, two teams there. You push each other. It's awesome in, in a good way. You're, you're teammates through and through, but you're also, you know, raising the bar. And uh, a real neat experience on the coaching side from that. And obviously uh, more lifelong friendships developed in the process. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Don, thank you so much for the time. And uh, good luck at Wisconsin. And we look forward to talking to you down the road. It sounds good. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. You've been listening to another USA Hockey Magazine podcast produced by Norman Hayward and Mark Burns. Be sure to follow us at usahockeymagazine.com as well as on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.